This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. One Rental at a Time. And this is your daily financial news show. This is a show we attempt to do seven days a week, uh, usually at 7.30, except Thursdays we do it at 7. That's because it's something I've done the last 30 years or so, and now I just take a bunch of notes and share with you what I think is going on in the day. I do this because I'm always interested in what's going on with the consumer. The consumer, I believe, as a somebody who studied economics, is the driver of the economy. I believe consumer behavior, consumer sentiment, consumer activity drives the economy. And if I can figure out if they're being simply said greedy or risky or greedy or scared, I can make intelligent decisions in my real estate portfolio. In addition to that, they are obviously my competition today more than ever for acquisitions. They are my customers in rentals. And as we go forward, right, rentals are things you can own for decades, and I intend to do just that. A couple of real quick announcements. First, normally on Wednesdays, we are lucky enough to have the great Anna Kelly with us. She is actually going to take this week off. She is celebrating spring break with her family. So good for her. Uh, In replace of that, I think I'm going to try to do three live streams throughout the day on topics I have been collecting. Uh, So I will try to get you the content that is helpful. In addition to that, I've just received content for the course from someone who works in the IRA space. A lot of you have asked for, hey, how can I use an IRA How can I uh, raise private money from others who have them? So that content, uh, I'm going to verify it one more time this morning, but should be up by this afternoon. So let's go ahead and get started. I think yesterday we went bottoms up. Today we'll go tops down. Uh, So the first thing I noticed today actually indicated yesterday in the daily financial news is I was keen to get a look at GameStop's earnings after hours. Really, for me, it wasn't about the earnings per se, But given the 10x valuation increase in a year, I stupidly thought that the company would be announcing some kind of game-changing, business-altering, universe-expanding thing. And uh, we were greatly disappointed. Not only were we disappointed, but they failed to take questions. I don't know about you, but uh, that's a red flag. Certainly at least a yellow flag. That's, that doesn't exude confidence uh, in my opinion. So again, just real quick, what did I note down? Oh yeah, uh, so they missed top and bottom and they failed to give guidance. But most importantly, they kind of uh, indicated they are going to flood the market with shares. Now that's not their words, that's mine. Basically said, hey, you guys like our stock? We are going to issue a ton of stock because we are going to finance our transition. GameStop's going to hit the common shareholder. If you guys don't expect more shares, they're telling you it's coming. So wouldn't surprise me if GameStop's down double digits today. Uh, and again, they didn't answer questions. I can't remember 
an earnings call and I've read transcripts or listened to thousands of earnings calls over the last 30 years and I cannot require remember a time that nobody answered questions <coughs> excuse me sorry actually I need something to drink my throat got dry Next up, we got to talk about Turkey. Not so much because Turkey is this big global empire that will really drag down the rest of the world, but it's just another very recent example of what happens when fallible government leaders make poor choices and the citizens, you and me, are left to pick up the pieces. If you don't know, I think I talked about it on Monday, uh, Turkey... Uh, I don't know, I guess president fired their version of Fed chair, market went nuts. And now, you know, this president is going, come on, folks, sell your gold, sell your reserve currencies and buy ours, right? He's, he's trying to exude confidence in his currency, which he frankly caused the problem. And if you don't think Turkey has a problem, just think about these numbers. They have 15% inflation. That's a problem. Youth unemployment is 25%. Ouch. And in three days, three days, their people have lost 10% of value in their currency. That is a whole collection of not good. Uh, I did a little bit of poking around. It looks like uh, Spanish and French banks are most exposed because when a currency collapses like this, it can have dominoes. It looks like Spanish banks uh, have about $14.7 billion in Turkish debt and French banks have $6.4 billion uh, in Turkish debt. So it is very interesting. Uh, but again, remember why I bring this up, not because Turkey really will impact consumers in the U.S. I just, I am under the opinion that what we are going through right now is U.S. citizens, and for that part, most of the world with central banks flooding their economies with cash is we are altering the paradigm. And I believe the rich or wealthy or whatever you want to call them are going to start transitioning parts, parts of their wealth to other things. It could be, it could be stocks outside the country. It could, be, it could be gold, it could be art, it could be, who knows. But when people lose faith, it happens quick. 10% in three days, not good. Uh, next up, I don't know if you saw this, but Intel. Intel came out yesterday with, yeah, I'll call it a game-changing idea. It will take years to put into practice because these facilities take years to build. But Intel is going to build two significant fabs in uh, Arizona. So watch out for Arizona real estate. You got more coming. Uh, but they're doing this not only to help build future Intel chips, but they see those fabs being of size, of size and of complexity or sophistication. They will, that they will start building chips for others. I bring that up because, again, we are hearing about chip supply issues just today, just this morning. GM or General Motors has had to shut down or slow down significantly production of mid-sized trucks. That's a problem because trucks are significant profit centers for GM. So these 
these chips issues are growing and spiraling. I don't know if I want to say out of control, but certainly becoming a significant issue for the economy. Uh, what else I got for you? Uh, we talked about what was coming with earnings. Uh, General Mills actually missed on bottom lines, a serial company. Again, I think there's a lot of companies, and General Mills probably is right on the border of a company that had the perfect storm for a year of growth. I think Clorox, when I really think about that. But General, Mo General Mills, excuse me, and cereals and things of that nature, pretty good, right? Stay at home. Kids are at home. Got to get that cereal. Uh, but again, they missed, and I you know, wonder what's going to happen going forward. Winnebago, I mentioned this on Saturday or Sunday when we did our week ahead, and they frankly blew it out of the water. Not only did they blow it out of the water top and bottom, they actually expanded gross margin. It wasn't in their earnings summary, which I read, but they talked about uh, a 6% expansion in gross margin. I believe that's because Winnebago doesn't have to discount anymore. I suspect, I imagine, I don't know, but I'm guessing pre-pandemic, Winnebago would offer a little, you know, kicker. Hey, save 5%, sign today, whatever it is. And well, today with the demand out of this world, they're not having to do that. They're like, take it or leave it. And they can probably raise prices too. So Winnebago is once again proving that some companies are winning in this environment. Uh, next up, we'll flip the script. AMC Theaters, uh, I talked about them a little bit yesterday. I think they had a downgrade to a penny. Wow, somebody thought their company is worth a penny. Well, not good news for them again. They are seeing content providers, movie creators, continually take away what used to be AMC's thing, right? They would have, they would have um, you know, four, six, eight, 12 weeks of original content. Like you had to go to the movie to see this increasingly this crisis has said, you know what, we're going to release to both platforms. Uh, Disney being the one that is most common. I'll think about, uh, I think it is Black Widow or something of that nature. That's now, you know what, we've held this long enough. We're going to release it to theaters and our Disney Plus platform. I think this is something that is going to continue. And if you are an AM, if you're a theater, whether it's Regal or AMC, tough. You're going to have to change the game. Maybe, again, just, just came to me, maybe you've got to start wearing those Oculus, uh, you know, virtual reality things or get movies. you got to, you got to do something different going forward. So uh, we're going to see what happens. Taco Bell owner, don't know if you know this, Yum Brands. Uh, Yum Brands is making some plays in technology. They just bought their second technology player in a month. It is a social media ordering platform. Talk about diversification. Talk about thinking different. This really is, to me, what probably brick-and-mortar retailers should have done, you know, two years ago. Yum! Brands, again, fast food, they are thinking about how to up their game in what will likely become a growing trend of buying food in, in, on your phone. Uh, Got to talk about this. Tesla came through, you know, Elon Musk came through, and yes, now on Tesla's website, you can buy a Tesla with a Bitcoin or with Bitcoin. Uh, he said this would be a likely thing, what do you want to say, eight weeks ago, 10 weeks ago. Uh, seen some screenshots today of people tagging me on that and like, yep, you can do it now. And then finally, we are a real estate channel, mortgage demand. Uh, interestingly enough, refi demand is down, shocking, rates are up. But as I told you, or as I highlighted, or as I predicted, mortgage demand is up both week on week and year on year as rates slowly tick up. What happens is 
once you get that transition, those people that were on the fence, they go, oh my God, we've got to lock in now. Let's go buy something. So as rates transition up, at least for the first four to six months, it actually pulls forward demand. If rates continually tick up and we go from what now is 3.3 to 4.3 over the next 12 months, eventually that would taper off. But at least in the short term, I expect mortgage demand to increase. Now, given what we have with new home sales, pending home or uh, existing home sales, there's just nothing there. We not Mortgage demand does not mean purchase, but it means at least interest. So a lot of stuff going on today. Um, you know, let me know what you think. If you see anything else going on in the world, let me know. Again, today's a great day to make some money, and let's be better than yesterday. Have a wonderful day. Bye.